This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And as I mentioned in the previous segment, uh, Daniel Jeremiah, who is the uh, draft guru at uh, NFL.com, has put out his second mock, mock 2.0. Uh, I don't know if you noticed this yet, Matt, but uh, Lance Zierlein's, uh his draft uh, profiles are starting to make their way onto the site. But as usual, you can't find them. You can't there. find them. It makes you actually have to, you have to get the, take the player's name and then do a Google search for that player and Zierlein to get the, and they come up. Is that how you find but them? But there's it, nowhere to find them on the website itself. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Here's what I've been doing is, okay, I'm looking at DJ's mock and I click on Aiden Hutchinson. Okay. There's wow. There's all this nice bio and analysis by Lance Irvine, who I'm a big fan of. And then over here on the right, it says, View all prospects. Well, I'm going to view all it. prospects. That looks great. Takes you nowhere. But Takes you to last year's. There's Trevor Lawrence and Kyle yeah. Pitts, and you can't sort it by year. Like, why is what is going on here? It's the dumbest the, thing. The site I, makes me crazy. It, yeah, the, it's the NFL's official site, and it's <laughs> yes, crap, mind-boggling. Yeah, yeah, you can't find anything ever, ever, ever. Uh, but anyways, let's dig into uh, Daniel Jeremiah's. I uh, ran about that for five years. We five need to talk to some people when we're at the combine about that. Get that settled. I mean, it's yeah, NFL.com. Yeah, what are you doing here? <laughs> right. Uh, so, as usual, the first overall pick uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars is Evan Neal. No surprise there. Sure. I mean, I, I'm sure they'd love somebody to call and, you know, move back or whatever. No offense to Evan Neal, but, I mean, if, if there was a stud quarterback in this class, Jacksonville would be really happy to have teams calling them left and right. But there's not just take a real good player and that's yeah. the end of the story and move on, you know, uh, much the same with the second pick because he has Aiden Hutchinson going to Detroit. Okay. As I often reference with DJ, he, he mocks with his ears. He ranks with his eyes. Yeah. So this is what he's been hearing, you know, and, and he says he has really heat up next week. He said he has Hutchinson rated as his top player in the draft okay. at, at, at three to Houston is Kyle Hamilton, the safety out of Notre Dame. I actually think he's the best player in the draft. I think it's close. I mean, you know, I, you can certainly make that argument, um, mm -hmm. you know, basing it on position might bump. Yeah. Him I'm down not basing bit. it on position. Yeah. I'm just saying who's the best player at what they do. I think yeah. it's, I think it's Hamilton. At four, uh, he has the jets taking, uh, I can make uh, the offensive tackle slash guard, uh, from, uh, NC, NC state. state be a heck of a young line. Well, it'd be a tremendous young line. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they, that's what Douglas is about. I understand that. Yeah. At five, he has the Giants taking, not an offensive lineman, Trayvon Walker, the edge rusher out of Georgia. Uh, see, okay, pulling back the curtain. You and I and Mr. Pursuta are going to do our triple take tomorrow, and we're going to un unveil our second mock draft. And I have Walker going like six or seven. And now everyone's going to say, you stole that off Daniel Jeremiah. And, and my write-up for him was, this looks crazy high, but just wait till the combine hits. I think this guy is going to rock it up boards. But what's interesting, he is I'm going ahead of Thibodeau. Right. At yeah. six, he has the Panthers taking Trevor Penning. Wow. Offensive tackle out of Northern Iowa. 
I don't think Penning's going to get the 20. There's just too many landmines for the Steelers. But still, would, that's ahead of cross. It would be surprising, but yeah, it's ahead of cross. Yeah. Uh, Penning had a great week at the Senior Bowl. Yeah. I mean, he's just, you know, if, if, you're looking, need him. if you're looking for somebody to set the tone with your offensive line, Right. He's right. a tone. He's a tone setter. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Steeler fans are going to fall more and more in love with him. I just think there's less and less a chance he gets to 20. It's seven. The Giants with their second pick again, taking a pass on the offensive line. They mu- you must think they're going to address the offensive line in free agency. Maybe, maybe because that's what they did in Buffalo when Dable was there. I guess. I mean, I, I don't know if they have really critical of the space. Giants if don't use a if the Giants don't use one of the two top seven picks on O line, even if they sign two in free agency, I think I'll be critical. Well, he hasn't taken they have receivers. He hasn't taken Drake London. Yeah, they have pass catchers. I mean, I know Ingram's up for free agency and uh, maybe they'll cut Shepard who had a bad injury, but still I don't that's the problem with their they have receivers, none of them can stay healthy. None of them can stay healthy or be in the field together, right? Yeah, Kenny Galladay's a waste of money, and you know, right. Uh, but Drake London, the wide receiver out of USC. Uh, at eight, this is where Kayvon Thibodeau goes, the edge rusher out of Oregon. Yeah, I think it would love I, that. I guess his interviews are really a big deal coming up. Is I don't know, I'm not saying he's a bad guy, I don't know anything about him, but it sounds like he's a different cat. He's different, yeah. yeah. Yeah, whatever. So yeah, we'll see how he interviews this week. At nine. The Broncos don't take a quarterback. He ends up taking Jermaine Johnson, the edge rusher at Florida State. Man. I'm he, telling had a, you, he had a great week at the, at the Senior Bowl. Great week at the Senior Bowl. And I have not fiddled with my edge rush guys, but there's six or seven. There's a bunch be, there that are grouping. Yeah. It's, it, I, I think that the combine could go a long way towards saying how these guys rank. Because yeah. they're, all, they're all pretty close talent-wise. But, you know, when some, some of these guys, you know, somebody jumps 42 inches and runs a, you know, a 4.540 and the other guys are all 4.7, that could be oh, the yeah. difference. You know? and, and I'm going to see official arm lengths and wingspans right, all and that heights stuff. and yeah. all these things. Oh, he's only 6.3. He was listed at 6.5. Like, or yeah. he's got short arms or, you know, right, whatever. Right, right, right. But there's six or seven edge guys that would be – easily the best running back or tight end or guard you know what i mean like there's it's a loaded group at the top it really is um i think that's maybe the strength of this draft um, yeah i agree at 10 he's got the jets with their second pick taking uh ahmad sauce gardner the cornerback out of cincinnati okay so he'll be first corner yeah single you know, singleton hasn't gone yet um I, most people have him first I, I could see that as well but stingley i called him singleton yeah yeah stingley at 11, this Washington, interesting. Washington wow. also passes on a quarterback. They take Kenyon Green, the guard out of Texas A&M. I think he's a safe pick. I think he's a safe he's, pick. He's, he's, a a double, clear, yeah. he's a clear double. Yeah. But they, they, pass, they pass on cross. Pass on cross. I mean, they are probably going to lose Brandon Schreff, who they've, you know, they have uh, franchise tagged and are not going to get on that road again where you just keep tagging a guy. I think guards a bigger need than tackle. They took Cosme last year. But man, this is early. Yeah, at twelve, the Vikings, as uh, we've we've projected a lot, uh, take a cornerback. But it's Trent McDuffie out of Washington. It's not Stingley. Not Stingley. I do think McDuffie's stock. Not that I hate saying his stock is rising, but I think he's. You're gonna see him higher and higher in these mocks. I mean, he's a, he's a little short, but he has long arms. He's gonna test well. He's a good player. And the Washington cornerbacks have done pretty well in the draft too. 
Good kind point. Of, kind of an yeah, underreported thing. There. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, it's, it's not a bad school to get cornerbacks out of. Um, the one thing he says about him, he's one of the cleanest evaluations in a draft. Um, so he really and likes. There's not a lot of those this year. That makes right. That's a, that that's a, a real feather in his cap, really. Yeah. At 13, the Browns pass on wide receiver and go for George Karloftis, the edge rusher out of Purdue. Which is what, the fourth or fifth edge guy already? Yeah, how yeah. about that? Right, right. Uh, at 14, the Ravens then take Derek Stingley Jr., the cornerback <laughs> out of course. LSU. That would make perfect sense for them. Everybody has – this is the first, uh, I think, mock draft that I've seen that has the Ravens taking a cornerback. Mm-hmm. It adds up, though. It just adds up. I mean, yeah, it just adds up. If you're going to yeah. play defense the way that they play defense um, or want to play defense, you've got to keep restocking that cornerback position. And they're going to have a ton of, I think they have like four or five fourth round picks. You know, they can find receivers and guards and centers. Defensive tackles. They're, they, I mean, they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they need to address the defensive tackle position as well. But, but I think one of these three corners, if we include McDuffie, who's already gone in this draft, has a really good chance to be a Raven. Yeah. The Eagles with their first of three picks in the first round. Take David, David Ajobo, the addresser out of Michigan. Again, I mean, it's a super loaded position. Grab them up. They're going to go quick. At 16, the Eagles take Devontae Wyatt, the defensive wow. tackle out of Georgia. That's as, that's as high as I've seen him go. I like the player. I do too. Here's the problem with him that I found when I was doing our rankings for uh, the triple take. Mm-hmm. He's, he'll turn 24 this summer. Yeah, I'd say he's a little old. He yeah. was still my number one D tackle, but he's a little old. And you might only get one contract out of him. You might. You might. I mean, be odd for the Eagles to go DND tackle, but they love linemen there, and it's the same GM and you know same front office that won the Super Bowl. There was they yeah they they were trying to potentially move Fletcher Cox last year at the at the. Uh, he, he could be gone. Yeah, he could he could definitely be moving on. Um, he would look good next to, to Javon Hargrave. Um, yep. Yeah. Makes sense. That part makes sense. At 17, the Chargers. I don't see this one. Um, I can see receiver here, but not Olave. Olave's the, Chris Olave, the wide receiver out of Ohio State. I could see them not paying the money that it's going to take to re-sign Mike Williams. I think Mike Williams is going to make a pretty good buck. Yeah, I think he's going to – he'll get 18 to $20 million yeah, right, a right. year. Um, so I could see them needing somebody. And, you know, then you would have Keenan Allen, basically nobody else. Um, mm-hmm. They but, drafted Palmer last year, but I do yeah. think they – a receiver is going to be a need. Yeah. I just don't think Alave is worth the 17th pick. But, um, I mean, not that I'm killing the guy. I think he was my fifth receiver. I would have hey. taken his teammate ahead of him. I would have taken Wilson ahead of him. He may go to the combine and run a 4-4 four, four or sub-4. You know, we don't know. Um, I bet he does, to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Ohio State yeah. guys are seemingly pretty fast. They're, they can move, yeah. Yeah. At 18, the Saints take Kenny Pickett, quarterback, out of Pitt. Totally, uh, totally adds up. Um, but as we talked about in the first segment, if by chance Jameis is a Saint, I don't think they go Saint. I don't think they go quarterback in round one. Um, we, Ross Jackson hosts Locked On Saints. He was on our our show the other day. They would almost have to go wide receiver. They'd almost have to go wide receiver. But he he threw something out there I thought was interesting. Is this team loves offensive linemen, and yeah. if they have a quarterback locked up and they don't think they're losing Thomas Armstead, won't be back. This could be a tackle. I yeah. hadn't thought of tackle there, but it could be. 
I, still, Charles Cross is still not gone yet. Right. That'd be hard to pass. On. Crazy. Yeah. At 19, the Eagles take Garrett Wilson, the other wide receiver out of Ohio State. So two D linemen and Garrett Wilson. Okay. Yeah, that works. That works. Which leaves at 20, the Steelers stay right where they're at and take Malik Willis, quarterback out of Liberty. Very nice. I I wouldn't bat an eye at Charles Cross either. No, no. <laughs> I mean, who's still but available? I, but. I think uh, you know. Somebody asked me about this uh, on my uh, on my live chat this week on, uh, mm-hmm. on DK Pittsburgh Sports. You know, Kevin Colbert has never drafted an offensive tackle in the first round. I said, well. That doesn't mean, ones are gone. Yeah, that doesn't mean he doesn't want to. His average right. draft position is 24th. It's the same thing that people say, well, you never, you know, they strike out a quarterback. Yeah, okay. you, you're taking the words the, out of my mouth, right? You're taking the fifth or sixth best guy on the board. I said, do you, do you want them to take a, 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 an offensive tackle in the first round just because? Well, he's, yeah. you know, the, the first four top four guys are gone. So we're just going to take the bet, next best guy, even though we have him ranked 50th. No, right. you're going to stick to your board. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. It's the same thing as corner is there's, there's freak athlete corners and tackles in every draft, but there's two or three of them. And they go in the top top 12. Yeah. Right. Right. (laughs) God Gardner and Stingley and those dudes. I mean, yeah. So you don't take the second round tackle at 20 just because he's a tackle. Right. So, you know, to me, if you get Malik Willis and you don't at 20 and you don't have to do anything, everyone's thrilled. I, they should be. Yeah. I think, yeah, and, I think you get the best quarterback in the draft. And let's say that we know that to be true. I mean, uh, when crystal ball comes out. And, you know, I think if you Steelers told, got, Ke- you told Kevin Colbert right now, Kevin. You, Willis will be there 20. This you is, cool this, this yeah. is your pick. You don't know anything else that's going to happen in the draft, but you get, you get Malik Willis at 20. He would say, okay. Which probably also means they have two offensive linemen in free agency from outside the team and Juju's locked up and two other things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you didn't you didn't spend any non-draft capital on quarterback. And you get this guy for five years. And you get this guy for five years. Five years and, at a, a reasonable price. And maybe Rudolph starts the year. Who knows? I mean, maybe he doesn't. Yeah. Maybe Willis runs around as he learns, you know, but with a pretty good supporting cast. I would take it. At 21, the Patriots take Devin Lloyd, the linebacker out of Utah. Okay. I mean, he, he's almost in that some of, some of these guys, Kendrick Green and Lloyd and Hamilton, it's just their position hurts them a little bit, you know. Right. Where, who needs a, a, an off-the-ball linebacker with a first-round pick? At 22, the Raiders stop the Charles Cross uh, drop here and take him at 22. The that right is up as low as I've seen him. Yeah, yeah. I'm just curious why he would be this low. I mean, why does Daniel think a tackle, as we just said, a redshirt sophomore talent. tackle who's who's 21? Yeah, with supreme talents. I mean, yeah. in any year he comes out, would be one of the most ta- talented tackles. Maybe there's something he's hearing. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I, maybe we'll get a little little birdie. will tell us in Indy. Yeah, at twenty three. I mean, he's not a masher run blocker. But... No, he's not. He's he's just yeah. more of an athletic guy. Mm-hmm. At twenty three, the Cardinals take Kyler Gordon, the other Washington cornerback. Um, so yeah, two... I mean, it, a lot of people putting him in this area the first yeah. round. I get that. At twenty four, the Cowboys take Nicobe Dean, the Georgia linebacker. See, I think Parsons 
is one of the best pass rushers in the league. And if you're going to lose Gregory, I would put Parsons' hand in the dirt, and I would understand this. Van Der Esch is up, but it's a lot of moving parts from what you had last year. <laughs> you know, does that yeah, make you right. a better defense? I don't know. I, I mean, I admit, all the edge rushers are gone, though. <laughs> You know, right. I mean, you have one. I've I've mocked other edge rushers to to Dallas thinking, okay, they can, you know, you you pair him up with with Micah Parsons or you use him and somebody else and allow Micah Parsons to to be a moving piece. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I I think that makes it. They went quick. Yeah. Yeah. They they certainly went early in this one. It would be interesting if, you know, if Dean and Ajabo are on the board. Yeah, and really, they're telling you what the, what they think of Parsons, and right? With who they pick of the two, so that'll Absolutely. be telling, you know. At twenty five, the Bills take Traylon Burks, the wide receiver out of Arkansas. Wow, I mean, good scary. after the catch, really yeah. powerful. I love the player. I mean, it's keeping a strength of strength, that's for sure. At twenty six, the Titans take Tyler Linderbaum, the center out of Iowa. I think Steeler fans might be a little too high on Tyler Linderbaum. I like the player. I like the player. People who are saying that Kendrick Green is too small to play center are then jumping on the Tyler Linderbaum bandwagon. Tyler Linderbaum's bigger. He's 15 pounds lighter than Kendrick Green. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and pretty maxed out from the from the just looking at him. I'm curious what he weighs in next week. I mean, I think that's one of the more interesting. That'd be huge. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, let's say he comes in at 295. Can that's still, about where I'm guessing. Yeah. Can he still move like he did when he was at, you know, uh, they listed him at 289 at Iowa, which means he was probably more probably like 280. 280. Yeah. yeah. So can he still move at two, 295 the way he did at 280? I don't know. And I know a lot of listeners and casual observers laugh at why does this poor guy walk up there in his underwear for everyone to see? I want to see how broad his shoulders is, you know. What's his waist? You know, like right. how wide is he? How big boned is he? You know what I mean? Like, is he ever going to be 305 when he's 28, yeah. 29? Is he and, maxed you know. out? Is he maxed out physically? Is he as big as he can possibly be? Right, right, right. I mean, what's his bone structure? You know, things like that matter when with guys like this. Yeah. I really like the player. I'm not Oh, I do too. Bad. I'm not saying he's a bad football player. No. I just, you know, there's no way the Steelers can pass it on Tyler Linderbaum. I'm like, well, they might. They might. I mean, the way this draft went, I would have taken Willis and Cross over Linderbaum. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I don't think that's too far-fetched. At 27, the Buccaneers take Jamison Williams, the wide receiver out of Alabama. Um, I bet they have a quarterback in place. I bet they do as well. I don't think they're going to draft Trask and then draft another. Can they afford to wait on Jamison Williams, though? Are they a team that can do that? I don't know. Maybe in that division. Maybe. I'm assuming Godwin would be gone in this he, scenario. You know, I mean, he's he's essentially in the same boat as Godwin right now because he tours. They both tore their ACL mm-hmm. December and after. They're not. Neither one of those guys are going to be ready to start a training camp, or for, for basically for the start of the regular season, for that matter. Right. Very different style of receivers, though. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. At 28. The Packers take another edge, Boy Maffey, Boye Maffey, I should say, out of uh, Minnesota. A lot of people love him, and I get that, and I wouldn't hesitate. I just haven't seen him mocked in the first too often. I just think that the 
Smith brothers could be on their way out. I think that's what they're. I don't know if they cut. I don't know if they cut bait with both of them. I think maybe one of them. Maybe one of them. Probably Preston. Probably Preston. He's he's not as good a player. Uh, They overpaid. You know, when they signed both of those guys, it was like, you know, they're combined thirty million dollars that first season. Like they're okay. They're not that good uh, to do that. Um, At twenty nine, here's a new name for you. He has the Dolphins taking Tyler Smith. Offensive tackle out of Tulsa. Wow. I have not seen him lumped in this neighborhood at all. Wow. I mean, ahead of like Raymond. Yeah. I, I always mock Raymond to the, the Dolphins. He's, a, he's, yeah. he's a, a mauler with outstanding quickness and agility. He needs to clean up the penalties. He had 16 penalties 16 last year. Of them. Yeah, I knew that. At Tulsa. I need to go watch him some more. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I bet Daniel's expecting him to really test well. Yeah. At 30, okay. the Chiefs take Dax Hill, the safety out of Michigan. Okay. I mean, I think they can go a lot of different directions. So yeah. I, I think they got to work on their pass rush. Frank Clark isn't a guy I'm counting on. Um, I could see Andy Reid saying, give me one more pass catcher, you know, well, I mean, number they, three. I think they've type. got, what, four receivers who are unrestricted free agents. They're not going to yeah. sign them all. So I think right. Preston Williams has a chance to be – or Jameson Williams, I'm sorry, has a chance to be the uh, a chief. I mean, he's gone in this scenario, but yeah. deep speed – they their offense will be fine while he recovers, you know. At 31, he has the Bengals getting Bernhard Raymond, uh, the offensive tackle out of central Michigan. I love this guy. I, mean, I, I, I do too, but I think he's more of a left than he is a right. So I guess they would have to move yes. uh, they'd have to move Williams over to right tackle. Williams at, at Bama played all over the line, including yeah. guard, you know. So yeah. I guess that would be fine. Um Raymond's old. He think he's 24 or 25 because of his Austrian background and all the stuff. He, he did some military time for in the Austria military. That's the only negative I can find on him, though. Like, it wouldn't break my heart if he was the 20th pick of the Steelers. Yeah, that, you know, the age thing, though, makes me wonder, is he maxed out in terms of strength? strength? Because that's the, that's the, one, Maybe. That's Maybe. the one knock that you have on him. Like, he's a, he's a long, lean guy. He looks, he looks like, you know, what he is as a former tight end. Former tight end that can really move and who right. bulked up, but he's still kind of you know when you saw him next to the other guys at the at the uh, the scouting combine, he's like or at the senior bowl, I'm like he just needs to put on an extra you know 15, 20 pounds mm-hmm. to look like some of these other guys. Well, you know he may he may be maxed out. This goes back to the Kendrick Green conversation though about size and ability to handle big defensive linemen. Technique goes a long way. It does. And you you would think Raymond is really raw, but he isn't. I mean, he must be a very smart, hardworking guy because he didn't play football since he could crawl, and he's really good with his hands and sinking his hips and handling power. Even he's though he's, he's a natural huge. athlete, yeah, yeah, he is, and he he's technically sound for a guy that hasn't played a lot of football. Yeah, and then finally at thirty two, he has the Detroit Lions not taking a quarterback, which a lot of people have done, but instead taking Jordan Davis, the big defensive tackle out of Georgia. This might be my least favorite DJ pick, to be honest with you. They, they, they took soul and then they went D tackle D tackle last year. And those right. guys weren't bad. Yeah. And they need everything, you know, like give me the best receiver on the board or any corner or really anything else. <laughs> you, know, the, you already got If Hutchinson's already on the, on board, Give me anything but a lineman here, and I'd be happy. Yeah, I, I don't know if I if I get that one. Maybe it, he just looked at it and said, Jordan Davis is too good to leave out of the first round. I got to get mm-hmm. him in there somewhere. Why not the Detroit? 
I mean, people are telling DJ Jordan Davis is going in the first. I don't know where, but he is going to be a first rounder. He probably kind of wants to cover his butt a little bit and be like, yeah, I had him in my, in my first round. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I just don't see that as being a great fit. No, they just need everything else. Like I can see the chiefs taking him if he's still there at that point. Yeah. Oh yeah. Plug him in next. You know, they can't stop anybody from running the ball. No, the only thing is the power. Yeah. The only thing that stops people from running the ball against them is their offense when they're losing (laughs) by 20. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, and even we've talked about this a lot. They have a lot of free agents. I think you said it was 24 names. And one of them is the uh, Nomdi guy, Derek Nomdi, who's their nose tackle type. You know, the Chiefs need a lot. They need a lot. They're not, uh, they're not a finished product by any stretch, but they have have Mahomes, which helps. Oh, I don't think anyone's (laughs) crying for him. I think they'll be just fine, but they, they need a lot. But uh, that was Daniel Jeremiah's uh, mock draft 0.20, 2.0, I should say, 0.20. Very nice. Uh, that would only be one-fifth of a draft, I guess. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Jeremiah, well, he'll, I'm sure he's going to update this coming out of the combine. A lot of people will next week. In fact, we'll do our last pre-draft mock draft on Friday, uh, pre, uh, pre-combine. Um, that'll and then be our fun. schedule's a little different next week. So Yeah, just to remind us, everybody, we'll be uh, a lot. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we'll do it. We won't do a show on Monday because we'll be traveling to the combine. Uh, but then, a lot of us. Then you get to hear us Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So lots of a lot yeah. of good stuff to look forward to. We have a great time out there. We enjoy talking to everybody, uh, sitting down, and well, you'll hear five straight hours of uh, what uh, five hours a piece of of you, you and me, and yeah, Mark Starks yeah. and Wes Euler and Jerry Dula. All the above. Yeah. Exactly. So be a lot of fun, uh, a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. We enjoy it. Uh, but we also uh, want to thank you for listening. I'm Dale Lolly. He's Matt Williamson to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.